Ice harvesting was a thriving industry in 19th century New England. Using large, jagged-toothed saws, workers would cut heavy blocks from frozen rivers, lakes, and ponds, pack it in sawdust, and sell it around the world. Then came electric refrigeration. Ice cutting became obsolete, except in a few places where the tradition is carried on. From Vane Public Radio, Susan Sharon has more. It's a postcard-perfect winter scene, a small snow-covered pond framed by tall trees and a rustic barn. Here in South Bristol, Maine, Ken Lincoln and several other men are out early in the morning doing what they learned to do as kids. Cut that next one. This one right here? Yeah. They're removing the first blocks of ice from the pond. Lincoln is the president of the Thompson Ice House Preservation Corporation, which operates an on-site museum and sponsors the old-fashioned ice harvest every President's Day weekend. He wears thick coveralls and ice grippers on his boots. This is slippery work. Every year somebody ends up in the pond, but no tragedies. We grab them out pretty quick. First, a checkerboard-style design is carved onto the pond's surface using a tool called a scribe. Then, volunteers use hand saws and ice picks to break off the blocks one row at a time. People of all ages are encouraged to participate. Nine-year-old Isaac Ezel is helping his father James guide the ice blocks along an open channel of water toward the ice house, where they will be stored. I was doing this since I was six. You did before you were six. I think we had you here when you were four for your first time. Yeah. Lincoln himself grew up skating on the pond. He also learned traditional ice harvesting techniques. And when he got older, worked for a small commercial ice operation that ended several decades ago. If we didn't do this, it would go away and be forgotten. And this is one way to keep it a working history. By mid-morning, a crowd has gathered. The 250-pound ice blocks are pushed up a wooden ramp and hoisted by pulley into the ice house, which is insulated with several inches of sawdust. The ice blocks glide in like giant high-speed hockey pucks. Energetic wranglers dodge the heavy blocks, spear them with long picks, and stack them one layer at a time until the ice house is nearly full. It's very scary to watch. Karen Pride is from Portland. You can see that if something did not go right, it would be very bad. Outside, Joanna Gavro and Justin Smith of Portland are sitting in heated folding chairs, eating chili and chowder, and watching three generations of volunteers take part in the effort. In the past, the couple have helped out, but Gavro says this year they were concerned about the thickness of the ice. It looked a little slippery, a little thin, and I don't have the greatest balance, so we thought we'd just be more spectators this year. But support and spirit. This year, the ice is about nine inches thick. That's several inches less than normal. But Ken Lincoln says winter seems to be arriving a little later each year. Still, it's enough ice to sell to local fishermen and boaters and to save for a popular ice cream social in July. More importantly, Lincoln says, it's a way to keep this chapter of New England history frozen in time. For Maine Public Radio News, I'm Susan Sharon.